Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning into the Communication Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley DeLuca. Remember when people started putting avocado on toast and it became the rage? (laughs) Well, I'm still not over avocados, but that's besides the point. That craze is how I want you to feel about intentional communication with your audience. With a stack of library books and a laptop I bought with babysitting money, I started this entrepreneurial journey back in 2009. Slowly, I fell in love with email marketing, and now I'm an email communication strategist. Each week, I'm going to share practical strategies to help you use email marketing to amplify relationships, maximize responses from your audience, and increase overall retention. Holy guacamole, I am seriously so incredibly excited, and I know my toddler is too. (laughs) So let's dive into today's episode. so incredibly stoked and super incredibly excited to have my friend Cam here on the podcast with us today. I was actually thinking this morning, how in the world did I find out about Cam? And I'm thinking, and I could be totally wrong. I think I found him via a Facebook post, which then also possibly may have led me into learning more about George Bryant, but I could be totally completely wrong about this. But let me tell you what, I am just so excited no matter how it's happened that it has happened and that he's here with us today to share all about stories because y'all know that I love a good story and I talk a lot about stories here on the podcast and I'm super incredibly excited to have the story master here to be able to set the tone straight on how you actually tell these stories and not just infuse it with a bunch of avocados and sea turtles. So Cam, thank you so much for being here. Um, Please give us like all the amazing credentials and all the amazingness about yourself to our audience today. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Ashley. Um, I feel like maybe you found me through the other Ashley, but you know, who knows? That's true. Uh, that could have happened too. <laughs> yes. Let's see. The credentials. Um, well, I'll give you my authority story. Um, so I spent six years in politics um, prior to accidentally tumbling into the online space. And in 2016, that's pretty much what happened. I just kind of like was scrolling one day and I saw an ad. Um, from this dude named Scott Oldford, who um, was a, is a pretty good digital marketer. And uh, I just kind of like applied for the thing and fell into it, became a copywriter, spent the next three years professionally writing copy for him. And then we had clients within that, um, went out on my own in 2019. And kind of like through that era, it was, um, I was writing copy for a rapidly growing business. we clocked in at around five or six million by the time everything was done so when you add it all up um you know kind of my career highlights as it were is probably somewhere between at this point probably 12 10 to 15 million in terms of revenue generated from from copy with for my clients and so um that's that's kind of like the thing that um i was doing for a long time was copywriting and last year i transitioned into just focusing on stories and I now help entrepreneurs implement the story economy, which is a seven story framework. Um, it's kind of like seven ways to tell your story in a way that brings people from not knowing who you are to actually wanting to buy with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I wanted you to show this because like, guys, Cam is seriously such an incredible human being and his experience is like 
so incredibly inspiring. And so I'm super curious within your experience within stories, like I know a lot of times like stories are used in politics, but why did you decide to go like all in on stories after doing a bunch of like amazing copywriting work and all of that fun stuff? Great question. Um, I think part of it was the fact that as, as a copywriter, like you are always telling stories Mm -hmm. and good copy is really just telling a story. Um, It's just telling it in a very specific way that gets people to see themselves in the story so that they ultimately make the decision to buy. So I think that was a big part of it, but for why, like I personally decided to go down that road is I'd coached a lot of entrepreneurs while working with Scott. So I wrote for him and then I was a copy coach in his programs and I was a marketing strategist, like all the things. And I discovered that like, I really liked coaching because I was always obsessed with like, how can I help people implement a, a, a total solution for copywriting and messaging? What's going to be the best, simplest, most effective set of tools that I can give someone? Mm-hmm. And I would often run into people who are like, I'm not a copywriter. I don't like writing content. This is really hard for me. And, you know, for me at the time, I was like, well, this is easy for me, mm-hmm. but it's hard for you. So there's something that I'm missing. And what I realized is that if I can help somebody tell their story, it's a shortcut to being able to write effective copy. And throughout that process, what I also discovered is that a lot of the things that came up as, as roadblocks, a lot of the things that actually showed up as, as reasons for like, well, this is why I don't like it. Yeah. was actually, actually had nothing to do with copy, had nothing to do with strategy or even business at all. And when I would go in and start asking like, well, what is the story of this product? What is the story of how you discovered the solution? What happened in your life? Like what I realized is that that's really where the work was to be done for most people is that if I could help somebody figure out what their story is in terms of how their life has led them to the point where they're now working with clients. And for most of us, we get to this point, we're working with clients. We're always trying to figure out how do I get more clients? How do I get better clients? What does a better client look like? The people that I actually want to spend time with. And it takes a lot of self-reflection and a lot of work to be able to look back and be like, well, how did I even get here? And like, why am I good at the thing that I even do? And like, why am I doing this? Like, I know I'm doing, you know, we all have our reasons on the surface, but like, truly, why am I doing this? And I figured out that when I would go into somebody's story and start plotting out the points of how they, of their journey and how they had gotten to where they are, then not only would their business explode because they finally had a narrative that they could tell and share in their marketing that would enroll people, but they also had like this, this kind of confidence that I, that I didn't see coming from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of building in this authority instead of looking at your results and be like, oh, I'm an authority because I've helped people generate $10 million in revenue. Yeah. Like I'm an authority because like God has literally been preparing me for the work that I'm doing my entire life. And I went, and when you look back at the story and you can actually see that, like it literally changes everything, business, personal relationships like everything in your life shifts when that happens. And at that point, as I kind of just worked with enough people to see that happen enough times, it was almost like, I can't not do this. 
seriously though, that is so powerful and so good. And I have a couple, couple comments to come back at you with that, but I did the same exercise. This was, um, I don't remember what the book was called. It was red. That's all I can remember. It might still be on my bookshelf, but I did a very similar exercise where I basically wrote out all of my occupations up to this point. And then I was like, okay, cool. So in order for me to become a babysitter, what did I like need to know? Or what were the skills that I needed to have as a babysitter or to be able to become a babysitter? And I was like, okay, cool. So then I became a babysitter, right? And then I was like, okay, what skills did I need to have and for me to be able to go into catering and to do catering? And like, I did that for all of my jobs. And I was like, wow, it's so crazy. Like, even in those moments where I was like, man, I really hate this. Like, why am I doing this? especially because I, I worked retail for a good portion of my like high school and like early college years. Like, yeah. man, this is so silly. This is so dumb. I was like, Ashley, like if you want to have like stepped out of the box to gain those people skills, to be able to like find your personality and to be able to like create that with clothing and helping people match it and all the things. I was like, I never would have gotten here where I would have gotten this job to be able to get to this point, to meet this person who would have sparked me to be able to come my business. And I think it's so incredibly powerful and so cool when you can reflect upon that and just be like, God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing me to this point of like, this is what needed to happen in order for me to be able to get to this point. And you just be like over, like you get overcome with like gratefulness and thankfulness and just like, oh my gosh. And then you're just like, well, why do I have to worry about what's next? Because like, it's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so knowing, um, I know a couple of your clients personally, and it's one of those things where each, and I won't share like specific details, um, because I don't have their specific permission, but, um, a couple of them were like, Oh my gosh, I just feel like I came out of a therapy session. And I thought I was (laughs) coming in to learn about stories. And you're so right because there's so much more in depth into that. And even as I've gone through this process of learning more about like myself within like helping, like starting the process of writing my book, I was just like, man, there's so much more to this. There's so, there's like, it's like an onion, right? Like you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And so as you're going through this process of helping people and they get to that roadblock of like, okay, cool. Like I know I need to tell my story. Do you have a specific story that you recommend people starting off with? Because I know there are, and I say this for myself as I've like discovered this, like there's so many stories I can tell. I can talk about when I became pregnant. I can talk about how I went through the process of breaking a softball bat. Like I can talk about tons of different things, but like figuring out where to actually start within that, I think is really important. So do you usually have like a starting point of like, okay, here's what we're going to discover or start with first. For sure. <laughs> um, I So when I'm working with people, I'm always thinking about things in terms of the story economy. And, and there's some definitions that I think would be helpful here because we think about like story and it's like you hear in the online marketing space, like, oh, share your story. And there's very little uh, guidance on like what that actually means. It's just like talk and share stories. And we think about it. Well, I have so many stories. And I, I think about it as like your story is like the sum total of your life experience. But when you look at all of that together, it tells a narrative. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something that can be said about the life that you've, that you've lived and it has a theme. And for me, like the theme of what I've been able to figure out this far <clears throat> is like helping entrepreneurs cure voicelessness. And it's like, well, why is that a theme? Because it was a theme in my life. 
mm-hmm. and something I still struggle with, but have to encounter every single day in order to give my medicine. And so when we look at, we look at like, what story do we start with? Um, the, by the far, the most powerful story um, is just the, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, the story economy, um, I've arranged it like as a pyramid and at the very bottom of the pyramid of like these seven stories, kind of like a building, like you have to build a foundation before you can build the second story and the third story. Otherwise the skyscraper is going to fall over. If you take a story that is not meant to be the foundation and you put it at the bottom and that, that personal why story is like the very specific framework that I bring people through, Mm -hmm. um, that, that alone tends to like just change people's lives um and it's essentially you know when we take that and look at it from a marketing perspective it's answering the question of why do i care about my avatar mm-hmm. and it's and like it's you'd be surprised at how hard it is to answer that question because if you're serving the wrong avatar then your reason isn't going to be as strong yeah. and if and like you may not be fully aware of the fact that you're possibly serving the wrong people um you should always be working with the people that are aligned with some part of your story maybe you're serving oftentimes we're serving a previous version of ourselves um that's a relevant avatar for us to serve so i always bring people through that that story of like tell me the story of why you care and 100 percent of the time that story always goes way deeper than you think it does because our instant default is to start talking about our business experience like oh i care about this avatar because like i want to help people make money because i've made money and i remember what it was like not make money and so i want to help people make money and it's actually a deeper reason always 100 percent of the time that goes back deep into all of the experiences that you've had have formed this desire in you for people to experience something different than what you've experienced whether that was like voicelessness and never feeling like you had the ability to express it on your voice or whether it was living in an environment where it was an abusive, oppressive environment and you made a declaration and decision at some point in your life that nobody was ever going to suffer the way that you suffered and you've spent your entire life like putting all these micro interactions and my- macro interactions mm-hmm. into making sure that people don't experience what you've experienced and oftentimes where it falls down is that we don't give the medicine that we give to other people and we don't take it ourselves oh my god that that is like the hardest thing to do and it's also the most powerful thing to do Y'all know that I love my avocados, sea turtles, and coffee. But when it comes to email marketing, there's nothing I love more than ConvertKit and their free t-shirt. It's my favorite email marketing platform because they make it so incredibly easy to create emails, sell products, set up sequences, do automations, literally hashtag all of the things. And as a listener, you can have access to an exclusive trial so you can build a relationship with your list and they'll come to know what random things you love too. So all you have to do is hop on over to ashleykdeluca.com forward slash convert kit to get started with your free trial. That's it. Simple, easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. Now let's get back over to the good stuff. Oh my 
my gosh. I promised myself I wasn't going to tear up, but I am because I get that. I completely get that because for me, I was that. I, I seriously was that same exact person where I was like, oh yeah, I care because of like all business wise, because email marketing is the most profitable thing you can do in your business. Like, and then I was like, okay, but is it really? And that was one thing I was challenged back in April of like, really in terms of like, why are you really doing this? Like, what is that deeper level purpose? And I don't want to say that or kind of classify myself as like a shallow person to begin with, but like, it really made me dive into and think, well, what is this 10 year vision look like? And as I was mapping that out, I realized that it was literally so much more bigger, even than just me. And so when you dive into that, you're going to start to discover pieces of you that you didn't even think you like could have even imagined or even thought you might've even cared and be like, Oh, that's why. And then you're just like, and then you have a new awareness around it. And then you start to see more of that within your world. And then that helps you become a better advocate for what you care about and being able to do that. And so that seriously 10 out of 10, like that, that was it. That drove home for me a hundred percent. And I think, you know, especially if you're like, man, you know, I, I don't know what that would be. I definitely recommend like hobby into the story company. So I want to make sure we hit on this real quick. Can you explain mm-hmm. a little bit about the economy and like what that looks like and what it looks like to work with you through that process um, mm-hmm. and the results from that? Yeah. So essentially what I discovered um, is that as a professional copywriter, I was able to boil it down that there's really only seven stories that are in any successful marketing campaign. Like if you have these seven stories, then people will fall in love with you. They'll understand what you sell and they'll want. (laughs) Um, If you have these seven stories and you're able to consistently use them, then you really build a a marketing system that uh, a marketing content system that like brings forward the best of the people that you want to work with. Um, and it takes a lot of work to get to those stories and to be honest with yourself about what those stories are. But the seven stories, essentially, we break them into kind of three sections. There's brand stories, marketing, and sales stories. And the brand stories at the bottom is really the personal why story. Why do you care about what you do? It's the authority story. It's why are you qualified to, to give the gift that you give? And then we move into our um, marketing stories which is the positioning story. How are you different? What's the problem you're solving? And how are you a, how are you providing a new opportunity, which is to say, how are you providing hope to, to your avatar? And then the promotional stories. And the promotional stories are indoctrinating people into your offer. And we use so many of the, so much of the content that we excavate and like pull out in that first kind of phase, which I'll talk about like how we implement it because the story economy is the what. It's the what you need in your business. Um, and then we move on to the sales stories, which is offer, objection, and invitation. And there are multiple kinds of those stories. I think of them as like, they're like pillars and there's like a story that is associated with each of these, but then there are different, you know, dozens and dozens of different ways that you can tell them. So when we bring people through, um, a process of like, cool, here's the thing that you need to, to implement these seven stories and like really like double your business in the next three months and scale your brand to seven figures and all that stuff. Um, Cause I have had clients who have done this process and within a year we're at seven figures mm-hmm. and, um, and how we get that is 
we help you connect the dots of your story. And when we say the dots of your story, that is our little acronym for how we actually implement this. And there's a process. It's discovering your story. It's owning your story. And then it's telling your story and it's selling your story, selling with your story. And within that process, something that is kind of really, it really rests between discovery and ownership, but it really shows up at every single point and that's healing. Mm-hmm. That's healing your story. Because as you go through, like you're not just going through to be able to market with this. Like you're going through so that you can actually understand who you are so that you can actually heal from some of the things that have prevented you from sharing your story. Because maybe your story has pain associated to it or it has shame or it has fear. Mm-hmm. Or there are things that you haven't thought about in possibly decades that are actually the key to getting to the next level that you're trying to get to. And part of the reason why you can't break through that upper ceiling is that there's a version of yourself that is screaming for attention that needs to be healed. And in order for you to ascend to that next thing, like you have to be able to focus on that and heal it and, and move forward. That's, that's what happens with Ashley. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much happened with, with everyone. Like that is what happens when you start to up level is that there's a version of you that's like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And yeah. as you try and like move into that, um, without addressing all that and without understanding how important the story is up to this point, like that's what produces entrepreneurial voicelessness. Like there's a literal physical and biological process that's happening that your body's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do this because it's incredibly unsafe because it's exactly like that last time, mm-hmm. whatever that last time was and be able to excavate and understand that heal the story. And sometimes the story that you heal is not the story that you share immediately. Yeah. Sometimes like it takes a little bit, but sometimes like you just showing up and showing just a little bit more of yourself. Um, Because if you're, if the content is not getting traction now and you haven't excavated the story, like by default, your content will be missing you. Mm -hmm. Like if you are not sharing your stories, you're not going to be in your content. So that's kind of how we implement the, the story economy is like we bring people through that process of discovering and owning and telling and selling with their story. So that's completely congruent with who you are so that selling and discovery are all part of the same process, part of the same story. It's not like marketing and sales are this other thing that exists off in this bubble. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And let me tell you what, um, our friend Ashley Fernandez specifically, like I've watched this entire process unfold behind the scenes and she's gone definitely from like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to share that. And now she's talking about farts and shards and flowers and all of the amazingness because I mean very much so um, because of this work of being able to really I, I feel like a lot of people say like unlock your voice but really just being able to just unleash that piece of you that again like was possibly holding you back and so this has been seriously so much fun and seriously so amazing and I seriously have appreciated all of your amazingness and being able to share what this process looks like because so often it's like well what does this even look like to be able to share my story? So that was super incredibly helpful. And so as we go to close, I would love to learn more about where we can find you, uh, where we can stalk you, where we can learn more about the story economy and all of the good stuff. Totally. Yeah. The The best resource we have is I wrote up like a, a pretty solid guide on this that walks you through all seven of the stories for sure. Some of my story. Um, and that can be found at bit.ly slash story economy guide. Um, and there's a kind of a, an invitation on that, on that page there to our Facebook group. Um, we do 
we do workshops um, pretty frequently now, probably once or twice a month is when we'll do workshops. And, um, you know, with this, the kind of work that we're doing here, we're really trying to help people understand um, the power in your story, not just for yourself and how it can change your life, but like this, this is the catalyst that will explode the growth of your business. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it over and over and over again. Uh, so that's really where you can find me bit.ly slash story economy guide. Get on the email list, receive the stories. All the good stuff. Ah, I love it. And we'll include the link down below for you as well, too. Um, so that way you guys can just hop right on over, gra- grab the guide, get into their amazing Facebook group and soak in all of the goodness. So thank you so incredibly much, Kim, for being here today. You are seriously such a hoot and I really, really appreciate you. Absolutely. Alrighty, guys, until the next episode, I will see you guys later. so much for tuning into today's episode. Listen, if you love today's content, be sure to drop me a review and include your website URL. Important note, include your website URL. I would love to support you in return because listen, this is what it is all about. Now, guys, I just love you so incredibly much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And until the next episode, I hope you have a totally awesome day. No pun intended. (laughs)